Hey, Rainbow of Village, Cicely Majid here, CEO, National Director, and Pageant Coach of Angelic Rainbow Enterprises, which holds under its umbrella Rainbow Universe Pageants and Youth Services and the Send Offens Heart and Home and Think Higher Spirit Academy. This is your inner beauty tip for Thursday, April 20th, 2023. I actually had some time to do it. Amazing. I am going to talk to you about spirituality and discipline. And basically, you want to be disciplined with your spirituality. And this will help your inner beauty shine from the inside out. So let me tell you how to do that. Number one, you want to make a decision about who you are and where you came from. So basically, question life. Why am I here? What am I supposed to do? And then begin to clean up your life. And you'll see a huge change in your life. When people talk to you about spring cleaning, because, you know, when spring starts, you're actually supposed to clean from, you know, get things away from that were in your life in the winter, you know, like the cold um, sweaters, you know, coats and stuff like that, even though it's still a little chilly, you want to change your wardrobe so that you meet spring and you have that new beginning and you shake hands with spring and then things just open up for you. Just like the trees start blooming again and blossoming with flowers, your world will start blossoming blossoming, but you have to move out the old in order to bring in the new. You cannot have the old with the new. It doesn't make any sense. So, you know, we're not still stuck in 2022 because we rang in the new year, midnight 2023. So you have to let go of the old so that the new can come to you. Um, so begin to clean up your life, whatever areas in your life that you feel are dirty, um, doesn't have to be filthy, but you know, just something that you might have an addiction. You might have, um, a hang up, a problem, an issue, a challenge, a hindrance, something that's holding you back. Um, and it's keeping you a little bit dirty and you don't feel comfortable moving forward. So something like, you know, an addiction, you're addicted to, um, I don't know, alcohol. Let's say you're an alcoholic and you don't know how to stop drinking. You have all these emotional problems possibly. Or you just, you know, started and you just can't stop. You think this is going to solve my problems. Find a way to stop. Sign up for an, an AA meeting. And I'm going to say something about um, AA, Alcoholics Anonymous. They, when you go to Alcoholics Anonymous, for some reason, when you get up and you meet people for the first time and you talk to people for the first time, you always say, hey, my name is Michael and I'm an alcoholic. And that is not the right phrase to say. I do not agree with that. I actually went to a meeting once um, and I don't drink, but I went to a meeting with a friend and um, I wanted to hear what went on. And, you know, she went up there, she said her name and did all that. And I heard it and I was like, wait a minute, something's not right here. When you say that, you're actually infusing in your brain, manifesting that you will always be an alcoholic. If you stop and you go to Alcoholic Anonymous, why are you saying, why are you saying my name is, you know, Michelle and I'm an alcoholic? You don't need to say that. You need to say, you know, my name is Michelle and I am not an alcoholic anymore. And that way you are um, setting the stage for something new. You're telling yourself spiritually and the universe that I do not need alcohol anymore. So it's going to manifest that you will not desire it. And you just have to keep trying and keep trying and keep trying it. So I think Alcoholic Anonymous, if you're listening, <laughs> I think that's a mistake. It might be to keep people, but you know. I'm not going to go into that because I, I, I'm a blaster. You know, I just kind of pay attention to stuff that people don't look at, um, probably because I think too much. But anyway, um, so yeah, so begin to clean up your life. That's step number one. Make that decision who you are. Where did you come from? Is there a God? If so, where are you, God? What are you all about? Show me something. Say something to me. Number two, determine how you want to connect to the greater being out there and with you. 
um, which means you have a spirit with you. So if you're a Christian, as you know, there's the Trinity, Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is always there. You know, just the spirit is around us. And that means we're always protected. So when I tell people to call out the name of Jesus, which this is in the Bible, and you call out Jesus and you're, if you're in trouble, let's say somebody's stalking you and, you know, you're walking to your car and they get they get close to you and they grab you, call Jesus and something, some spirit is going to intervene there. It works for me, it works for so many people that I've talked to. Um, so that means that the Holy Spirit is right there with you. That's close. That's white magic right there. Just saying the name Jesus, white magic, beautiful, powerful. Uh, it works like a charm. So when you determine how you want to connect to your greater being out there and the being that's with you, um, then you have to start a practice. So, um, how do you want to do that? How do you want to connect to, if you believe in God, how do you want to connect to spirit? What are you going to do with your life? How are you going to, um, create a regimen or a routine to do that? So number three, test your energy connection with the universe. So here's some ways that you can do that. Try Reiki. Reiki is powerful. It's really, really powerful. People don't talk about it as much as they should, but Reiki actually is just your energy, your inner energy that is connected to the universe. And when you connect to somebody with Reiki, um, R-E-I-K-I, you can look it up. When you connect to somebody and you use Reiki or you allow somebody to um, use Reiki on you, you are pulling out energy and you are negative energy. And then you're infusing positive energy from the universe. So all that negativity that's in you, you're, let's go back to the alcoholic person. Let's say you are an alcoholic and you've got all these holes in your brain. You got this addiction and you, you don't look so good, <laughs> you know, because you drink all the time. When you start a Reiki practice, this is going to detox you actually, because it's a spiritual detox. You don't have to go to, you know, a clinic or something like that. You can actually detox yourself, but you have to be very, very careful. You have to know what you're doing. You have to go to the right person. So um, when you detox yourself, this Reiki just kind of pulls out this negative energy out of you. And the person who's doing the Reiki is so spiritually connected that they're not going to you know, take in all your negative energy. It's going to flow out of you and away from them. So you don't have that energy in you anymore. Um, so, and we know that we have energy from the universe because when you rub your feet up against a carpet and you touch something, you shock yourself. That's proof that we have energy within us. So that energy comes from the universe. So try Reiki, try massage and don't do the, the funny business, you know, the backstage massage stuff. <laughs> um, Cause that's not going to help you. Um, just really powerful massage, you know, just touching your skin and your body and um, making sure that you are um, listening to the spa music and that you're allowing your um, your masseuse to um, connect with you and connect with your body in a positive way. Not like, oh, you're so hot. I got to touch you and do some stuff. No, <laughs> this is a massage that's really going to just pull out your energy. And sometimes you might even cry. I remember when I had my first full body massage, I cried because the masseuse was just like, you know, working on my body and my muscles and all this energy just kind of came out of me. And I just, I just started crying. I was like, wow, that's powerful. Massage is powerful. Um, so, you know, when you do it in a clean way, it, it will help you. Um, also Tai Chi. So Tai Chi is another way to connect to the space around you. So the space around you, there's a lot going on in the space around us, a lot going on that we cannot see, which is the spirit world right there. And that means you're connecting with something there that you cannot see. 
And you want to make sure it's positive <laughs> because if you don't, you're connecting with something negative, something dark. So when you do chai, tai Chi, you're cleaning out your energy around you. Your your movements are um, connected to where wherever you're, you want your spirit to go in a positive direction. It's never going to be negative. It's always going to be positive. And the movements just kind of give you an opportunity to um, merge and ease into yourself and get to know who you are, get to know your body better um, and respect who you are and what you are. So try Tai Chi, try yoga. Yoga is great. It actually helps you um, be flexible um, and helps you uh, so you, you can do the, the exercises or the running, jumping, dancing, whatever it is that you want to do. Um, yoga will help with that. And it also helps your breath. So when you breathe, like smoking, you're breathing in and you're breathing out. And that breath, it's actually different. When, when you go to yoga class, they'll tell you where your yoga breath comes from. Call it the yogic breath. Um, and that breathing actually calms you down and you become a centered and balanced. And that's another way to um, connect to the universe, testing your energy connection. And then another one is worship. If you are a Christian and you go to church or you worship God, very, very powerful. When you go to a church service and there's playing music and everybody's just worshiping, they got their hands in the air, they're praising God, and you're just like full of the spirit, you're just gone somewhere, you're <laughs> drunk in the spirit. And anything that's spiritual, that's positive is going to be infused into you. And you just like, feel like you're just a different being. You feel like you're so connected to God, like he's standing right there with you. And it's very, very powerful. When I've done it on my own where I took I think a whole hour throughout the day my pastors used to tell us take an hour a day and you know connect with God it's perfect um, you just take an hour probably the first thing that you should do in the morning but if you don't have time to do that 10 minutes in the morning or sometime later in the day take that hour and just praise and I would just pick songs Christian songs and I'd sing the songs I learned all the words <laughs> people call me a human jukebox because I just take in the music and I love music because it's very powerful so I take in all those Christian songs I would just sing to God and sing to God. And that was my worship time for an hour. And I was so drunk that I just laid out on the floor and I was just like, <sighs> and I heard God's voice really like flowing streams of water, just gentle streams. And he was just talking to me about all kinds of stuff. And I, and I, I said before what he said something about um, my life in the future and I never forgot what he said, but I didn't remember everything he said. But I knew that because of that worship, because I was so into it and, and blocked everything out, that I had this amazing connection with God. That's worship. That's very powerful. And that is another way to test your energy connection with the universe. Number four, send out a spiritual SOS and wait for a response by preparing for a response. Now listen carefully to this one. So we know when you send out an SOS, you're saying, help me, help me, please save me. I'm on an island and uh, there's nobody cute here <laughs> to hang out with. <laughs> um, seriously, though, um, <laughs> you send out the spiritual SOS and you're basically saying, help me, God, you know, however you may do that. You may scream at the sky. Um, you may just get on your knees and just say a silent prayer, you know, please help me with the situation. Go in a closet. People call it, we call it the war room now, where you go in the closet and you just pray and pray and pray for this person, that person, this going on in the world and that going on in your life. That's your war room in your closet. And you got all these, you know, prayer verses and hanging on the wall and everything. And that's a war room. Um, I'll tumble, I'll piggyback on Tumblr about that. Uh, but anyway, that's your SOS. So you're saying, help me, please. God, I have this problem. I have this issue. This is going wrong in my life. I need your help. So you're sending out a spiritual SOS. And the way you wait for that response, getting the help, being rescued, is you prepare for the response. So that means 
don't go back and start drinking. Don't go back and start, don't go back and keep smoking weed. Don't go back and, you know, keep, you know, being promiscuous. Don't go back and watch all the porn you used to watch. Don't go back and um, get addicted to something else. Don't go back and um, hurt somebody or beat somebody up because you're emotional. Wait for the response by preparing for the response. So there's a Bible verse, and I will tumble this um, piggyback as well. And it it, say, it states, draw near to God and God will draw near to you. Now, this is actually one of the on the list here, but I'm just going to say it. I'm going to um, do a little preview about that. When you prepare for your response, that means you are clean. You're still you're cleaning up your life. You're still in that stage where you're cleaning and you are connecting with God. So you've developed a relationship. You've cultivated something with Jesus so because Jesus is that direct link to God and God will give you tons of information um, that you need revelations that he wants you to know about. You're preparing for that by having a relationship. That means going to church. That means reading your Bible. That means staying away from sin as much as possible and living a clean life, doing the clean thing as much as possible. And then when you do that, God is going to respond to you. Now, that doesn't mean you have to have everything in order. Everything's perfectly clean. There's no dirt. There's no filth, nothing. I am not doing the sin thing anymore. That means that you are on the road and you're waiting for that response. And you keep talking to God every day, just a regular conversation. You know, like you're talking to me. Hey, Cicely, you know, or Miss Cece, my youth call me, um, my youth clients. Hey, Miss Cece, you know, this happened to me and yada, yada, yada. Just a regular chat conversation with God. You don't have to be like, oh, dear God and holiest thou are thee. <laughs> You don't need to do all of that. You know, just a regular conversation. And that is cultivating a relationship with God. And that is preparing for your response. He wants you to come to him. And if you don't, he's not going to really say anything to you unless he really needs to get to you. And he's trying to pull on your heartstrings and tell you, hey, listen, son, listen, daughter, this is where you need to go. But for the most part, you have to go to God first. God's just not going to just be like, hey, here I am. You got some coffee? <laughs> you know, so you go. Um, prepare for that response. Number five, try meditating, prayer, breathing, and anything else you can think of to deal with and manage stress. Life is stressful. <laughs> things are just going to come at us at, you know, different types of things, different ways, you know, whatever it may be. There's going to be some stress in your life and all stress is not bad. However, the way you handle it could be bad. So if you have stress and we all have stress, try meditating. And try prayer, praying again, that breathing, do yoga, or just learn some yogic breathing exercises to deal with and manage your stress. And that will also help you. Number six, learn about emotional intelligence and start to practice it. Emotional intelligence is huge. I talk about this all the time, especially with my youth, because youth are going through a, an accelerated developmental stage where they are going from adolescence to adulthood and they've got to be on it. You know, they got to be, you know, they're going to school. They are preparing to be autonomous from their parents. They're preparing for um, making decisions about their career. They're preparing you know, their, their selves for relationship, getting in relationships, connecting with uh, people of the opposite sex or the same sex, if that's how you live. Um, and so that means that they have to be emotionally ready for all of this stuff. And youth are not quite there, but you can get there. So if you learn how to be emotionally intelligent and you practice it, you're going to make some waves in your life. You're going to feel really really good about the things that go on. Well, that doesn't mean that if it's bad, you're going to be like, this is wonderful. <laughs> that means that you're going to be feeling good about how to prepare yourself to handle it. So when you find out what's dealing, what you're ailing, with, what you're trying to deal with or what's causing you to be emotional, find a way to identify that emotion 
And then be intelligent about expressing it. Don't just blow off the handle and go beat somebody up or call somebody and, hey, let's just, just lay down so I can do some stuff to you. You know, or let me give me a cigarette. Give me some drugs. I got to smoke some weed. I got to sniff some cocaine, do some meth, whatever. That's not dealing with it. That is not emotionally intelligent. That is emotionally ignorant. You don't want to go there because you're going to screw yourself up and you don't solve the problem. Your problems get bigger when you do that. So when you learn emotional intelligence, you, you realize what you're emotional about. You make time, you take time to handle that emotion and figure out how to do it in a healthy way. Find a, a positive way to go to somebody to assist you or to pray about it or to um, take a walk and drink some water. Again, do the things that I, I spoke about earlier, something positive. Um, go in and plant a seed in somebody's life. This is huge. I talk about this with the youth as well. Sometimes people are, you know, you get jealous of somebody and they have something, you know, oh, my bestie got just got a car from her dad, you know, for her birthday. I'm jealous, you know, and you might not want to talk. And that happens, you know, it's, it's normal to be jealous, but it's not, it's abnormal to be consumed by jealousy. And that means I'm going to steal that car. She's not looking, I'm going to beat her up and I'm going to take it. I'm going to try to, you know, monopolize all her time. She's got to drive me here and drive me there because I don't like that she has a car. You know, that's not emotional intelligence. <laughs> that is, um, a, a consumption of jealousy and you don't need to do that. You need to practice, um, dealing with those emotions and letting them go. Because if you don't and you get consumed by that, then you start to invite dark forces into your life. And those dark forces will flock to you and then you're off your rocker. You become crazy. Satan's personality is a mentality of a nine-year-old. He's insane. He is retarded. He is um, autistic and he is deranged. So if you want to be a Satan worshiper, then that's how your personality is going to be. If you're attracted to darkness, black magic, mind control, um, Wicca, witchcraft, if it's bad and negative, because there's good positive witchcraft out there, um, witches are not generally bad. If you look them up and you do some history or you um, uh, do some research on the history, they were good witches just actually in Salem. And they just did this magic and the people didn't like it. They're like, what the heck are you doing? You know? And so they burned them at the stake. It wasn't negative. It was positive. So witchcraft is not, didn't start out negative. It started out positive. Um, so doing stuff like that, um, when you think about it, you have to be careful how you do it because you will invite those dark forces and all these negative, crazy things are going to happen to you. And you're just going to fly off the handle. You're going to lose your way and totally self-destruct. So you want to make sure that you learn about being emotionally intelligent because demons flock to very emotional people. They get in your head. They tell you what to do and boom, you're done. They've taken you over. You belong to them. You belong to Satan. Then you got the serpent getting in your head. You got the devil getting in your head and you're just done. Um, so you don't want to go there. So find a way to be emotionally intelligent and start to practice it every day. Number seven, draw near to your spiritual source. Now, I said this earlier before, you know, your preview, but you have to do that once again. Keep going to God. You know, if something happens, don't call your mom all the time. Don't call your buddies and your sister or your brother, and your neighbor, you know, somebody down the street or your therapist. Go to God. You know why? Because God knows everything about us. Everything that we don't see, nobody else on the planet knows that. So it makes sense if you go to the source that knows everything. He can give you the, the best advice and encouragement that you could possibly ever get. And if you listen to that, then you're on the way to a, a positive road and your spiritual connection will be, um, will just blow up. It'll be really great in your life. So draw near to your spiritual source, whatever that might be, and keep it going consistent. Number eight, find beauty in everything. Share your heart regularly and find a way to serve your world. So things can be just beautiful if you see them as beautiful. 
You go down the street and you look at a tree and you're just like, wow, that is just a beautiful creation. Thank you, God, for putting it here. You're expressing your a gratitude for that beauty. Look at that beautiful flower. Look at that cute little baby. You're beautiful. That beautiful woman, that beautiful man over there. Um, I love your car is beautiful. Your clothing's beautiful. <laughs> Everything's beautiful. <laughs> now, you want to be real about it. You don't want to be like, you know, phony, but find beauty in everything that you see so that you're in a positive mood as much as possible. And then share your heart regularly. Don't hide who you are. Don't hide the, the beauty that's in your heart. We all have that. If we are made in the image of God, then that means, and God is all love, then that means there's some love in us and there's something in us that can be shared with other people. You're not taking anything away from yourself if you share something with somebody else. Send somebody a card. Send somebody um, a text message out of the blue. I love you. I feel really, I had a good time with you. I want to spend time with you. Um, I love to play with bitmojis. <laughs> um, I've sent those out to, you know, some people in my life. And it's fun to play with that. Um, and you just tell somebody something that, you know, that they need to hear, something positive. Take them out for coffee. Um, help them if they need a detox in their life. Help them clean up their life. Do something to help them. And make it real and authentic. Because if you're phony about it, if you pretend, they will know that you're not sincere about it. And that means you're not going to show up all the time. You're not going to be there for them. And that means you're not truly a friend that they need. So be real about it. If you truly care about somebody, you truly want them in your life, it will show in your actions and your words. You don't have to pretend. You don't have to fake it. And furthermore, it will show in the actions towards other people in your life. So if you like hate somebody else and you don't want anything to do with somebody else, but all of a sudden you want something to do with this person because of this reason, there's something going on there and it's probably not real. So you have to be careful about stuff like that when you share your heart regularly. Um, be cautious about it. I have a, a friend who is you know, deceased right now. And I remember in the church, we, I grew up in the church, he was an elder, his name is Elder Milton, and he was like a father figure to me because my dad wasn't around when I was growing up. I got reconnected with him later in my adulthood. Um, but he used to always tell me, I would tell him stuff about, you know, some guys I was involved with, and this guy broke my heart, you know, and he would always tell me, um, guard your heart. And I was like, huh, I never heard that before. And that's very powerful. You have to guard your heart. So that means don't just give it to anybody. Don't just be like, yes, I love you. Yes, I want to be with you. Yes, let's do this. Let's go here. Let's have this going on. Let's plan this. If you do that, you're more likely to get yourself your heart broken um, than if you are cautious about who you get involved with. So that's pretty much what means guarding your heart is. Do I want this person in my life? Do I want to get close to this person? Have they ex Are they exhibiting signs of love and care and concern generally, gener um, generously to me so I know that this is really about me? Are they all about themselves? Are they trying to keep me from somebody else? You know, are they disrespectful or jealous of somebody? That's not true love. That's not something that you want. That's not going to um, help you in the long run. So if you want to share your heart with somebody, be careful with the person that you're sharing it with because you can have a devil in your life and you not, not even know it because there's maybe they're giving you something that's feeling good for you and it's, it's working for you at the time. But it's probably false advertisement, and that means that they have an agenda, and you want to be careful about how you, how people approach you and how you give to them um, and what they're giving to you. So pay attention to how people treat you, and you'll know how to share your heart and who to share it with. And then just give to other people, you know, children that are in the hospital, spend time with them, give to charity, donate to people, um, invest in something, become... Um, 
you know, a role model for somebody. That's sharing your heart. Volunteering is perfect for sharing your heart. If you have the opportunity to do that, I encourage you to do that. And of course, your inner beauty will shine from that. Um, and then find a way to save your, to serve your world. Superman, um, serve your world. So again, volunteering, um, Earth Day is coming up. Find something to do on Earth Day. Clean up the beach. I'm going to be cleaning up the beach. Hopefully, I'll have time to do that. Um, if I'm not, you know, somewhere else away from the water um, or something else that has to do with cleaning up the earth, you know, cleaning up some trash, something to do to serve your world. All of these things that I mentioned are going to help you um, be disciplined with your spirituality. And that means you have to be consistent with it. Do it every single day. And if you are involved with anybody who is contrary to what you're doing and who's the opposite of what you want to do and, uh, is exhibiting signs of you don't need that you need to do this and stay in the darkness or are pretending and you don't feel right about it trust your gut and i'll be very careful because if you sometimes when we change our lives when we want to do something different people in our life don't like it <laughs> they'll get either jealous of you or they'll cut you loose or they'll try to get in your face and pull you back into some darkness because they're jealous that you're trying to change something so you have to be mindful of stuff like that you have to be very very careful so that you can be disciplined with your spirituality and your inner beauty will shine from the inside out that's all i have for you today thank you so much for listening to my inner beauty tip for thursday april 20th 2023 toodles